Welcome, good evening everyone. Welcome to Soda Can Ashtray. This is Josh Smith featuring Adam Hardwick. How are you guys doing this evening? We just want to bring up vaccinations for the first five minutes of the uh, podcast. Good old vaccinations. Good old vaccinations. Well, I um, got my last immunization shot about three days ago. And I had the, um, what would you call it? The two of them in a row. I think it's called Moderma. Moderma and, that, yeah. and we live in the South, so that's what most Southern District uh, companies or states got because it's easier for them to deal with because some vaccinations have to be kept at a certain temperature below zero or something like that. So we ended up getting the Moderma, which is two vaccinations, one one month, and then about three or four weeks later, you get another one. And then you completely vaccinated against the coronavirus, uh, so they say. So they say. And another vaccination that we know about is the uh, Johnson & Johnson, which unfortunately causes blood clots. So they have recalled that in. So we just wanted to let you guys know about that. But it only causes blood clots in women. Hasn't shown in men yet. Huh, well that's very weird. I know my mother was offered the Johnson Johnson shot. And she told me that she wasn't ever going to get it because it was come from baby fetuses. So she was very highly against that because she is not with abortion. the whole abortion gig. Um, and I applaud her for that because I was her very first son. I wouldn't be here today. Uh, me personally, I don't believe in getting the COVID vaccine because it's extremely experimental. And I just don't trust an experimental vaccine going into my body. When yeah. coronavirus has a 98% chance survivability rate. I believe it's 98%. It could be higher or maybe a tad bit lower. Hmm. I've never heard of anything about that, but... Um, there is another vaccination that's called Visor, and I don't know too much information about that, but that one was mostly used overseas in Great Britain. Oh, yeah, the Pfizer vaccine. Yes. Yeah, see, I don't trust Pfizer anyways, because they're a very shady company. I'm not sure if it's Pfizer or if it's another one of these shady companies, but one of them manufactured a drug called um, Opana and a lot of people got addicted to the Opanas and they needed help coming off of it so uh, the company that manufactured Opana turned around and made something called Suboxone so they pretty much got everybody hooked on the Opanas and then came up with this other drug to get them hooked on to get off of the Opanas yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's like a crazy scheme. That's like basically a monopoly. Yep. That's ridiculous. But, you know, the, the the pharmaceutical industry is worth billions, maybe even trillions and trillions of dollars. It's ridiculous how much money you can make just by grinding up some herbs and pressing it down to make some type of pill or synthetic or synthetic chemicals so they use. And they don't even necessarily care about your health and well-being they care about that money yeah because 
why, just think to yourself, why would they come up with a vaccine or a pill that would prevent you from getting sick whenever their money relies on you getting sick? You know, there's there's one there's one thing I wanted to bring up and just shed some light on. In Mexico, there's this company that will sell you one pill to get you off dope sickness, no matter what. I forgot the name of the pill, but it's they it's only in Mexico because most pharmaceutical companies won't sell it. Because it's only one pill that you take. And it doesn't matter how dope sick you are. Once you take that pill, you're not dope sick no more. They had constant research and studies of this pill. I forgot the name of it. It was like, uh, uh, gosh, I can't remember the name of it to save my life. It's not Vivitrol, is it? No, it's not Vivitrol. It's, 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 it's actually the B, I think. Bectrum, Bectrol, something like that. But you you go into the facility, you take the pill, and then and within 24 hours you're not dope sick no more, and this and the need to take another pill is like practically at zero if you just want to change because some of that you know getting off dope and pills and stuff is in the mind too. So you have to come in there with a clear head and just know that you're getting off the pill if you take this one pill, and they're not selling it nowhere else but in Mexico. So if you want to do your pharmaceutical research in Mexico, I'm pretty sure you can find it. It's very, very easy. Just Google it, man. Just Google it. See, the whole thing about these experimental medicines and drugs to get you off of drugs is you are pretty much trading one substance for another. Like... Well, I can't say that about actual medicine, but I can say that about the suboxone and the methadone to get people off. Well, I can I can tell you one thing about medicine. Um, like I, I'm kind of I have some knowledge about medications and everything. I've studied books and you uh, wanted to be a physical therapist or a doctor in my earlier years of life. And there's 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 these medicines for schizophrenia that make you fat. And it causes diabetes, and if you get the diabetes, you die within 10 or 15 years. So it's like the medicine makes you sick, but you got to take it. So it's like, why would they even put that medicine out for fear of people's lives? It's like, if you take medicine, you get sick and you die, what's the point of taking medicine in the first fucking place? So I need to have even more safety precautions for things like that never to happen again and i see they're taking very very slow steps in that but i've heard about in politics they always try to bring up mental health and everything because it's becoming a bigger and bigger deal like i know about a lot of people that have committed suicide over this whole lockdown because they can't talk to people they don't know what to do with their life and they're just getting depressed and killing themselves so it's a very big issue in the united states to where we need help with these things we need to dig deep in our brains and figure out and talk to the best and the brightest around the world and make sure no one has to suffer for mental illness. It's not good for anyone. We all need to survive in this great beyond world. As well, about mental illness and all that, it's becoming somewhat 
of a trend for teenagers to claim that they have a mental illness, when in reality, they're just kind of looking for attention, or they are, uh, how would I put that? They're not necessarily just looking for attention, but they're self-diagnosing themselves with things that they don't have because of something they read somewhere that may or may not be true. This is why you always got to see a doctor, man. And when you have mental illness, you necessarily don't know, but you'll figure it out once you have a, a dramatic breakdown, an episode, a, an episode or something like that. You'll know so ever since then. You'll have triggers. You'll understand something's going on with you. And when people seriously really do have mental problems, they don't brag about that shit. They just fucking tell you what's wrong with them. And they'll either tell you, hey, don't do this around me, or I won't fuck you over. I'm just a fine, complete person on medicine. Because usually some medicines, they work in such a way where you're just back to being how you were before. Like, you know, with no medicine or anything, you don't even know what you took, and you feel fine. It's kind of like a mind fuck to talk about and to say and to realize. But once you take the medicine, you should be fine, and you're back off being a normal person. Hopefully. Just with proper diet and exercise, you can even be better off. Some people, they, I don't know how I would actually describe this as well. They, they want to get better, but the medicines that they prescribe may make you better in one way, but it'll fuck you up in five other ways. Like when you see a commercial for a, a blood pressure medicine. Yes, it may help you with your blood pressure, but you also may have side effects that are damn near worse than what you took the medicine for. Yeah. Like, I have something called IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, which in some people, it can make them have to go shit, you know, four or five times a day. Or some people, it gives them diarrhea. Some people, it makes them constipated. With me, my IBS literally makes my stomach cramp up for hours on end. And it is the worst pain. I wouldn't say it's the worst pain in the world, but it is one of the worst pains that I've ever experienced. Mm. So how do you how do you get around not feeling like shit? I've never really asked you that. Like, what do, you, do you have to eat specific food, or... Like, yes. I, I can't eat food that comes in a bag or a box. Anything that has preservatives. Like, let's say, let's say I go and I eat a, mm, how do I even describe this? Okay, a bag of frozen, frozen peas or frozen sliced up peaches. Things that have been preserved in a preservative chemical. Mm. They really, really fuck me over. Yeah, it feels so bad, man. You gotta eat that good food. Because at one point, I ate... And I didn't eat it. At one point, I got super fucking sick from... Super fucking sick from eating a food that was preserved in... Some kind of chemical. Because once these chemicals start taking effect to your stomach, 
There is no going back. So, have you heard of any good new movies coming out this year? Hmm. Good movies coming out this year. Well... I would say making Incredibles 3, man. <laughs> Fucking Incredibles are just the best best movie franchise ever. Well, I was never a fan of cartoon movies like Incredibles or any really any superhero movies, anything like that. However, I do like the whole adult cartoons like Family Guy, American Dad, The Cleveland Show. Huh. And the only movie that's cartoonish that I actually thoroughly enjoy is Sausage Party. What is that? I've never heard of that. You've never heard of Sausage Party? Sausage Party? Yeah. Never. Holy shit. What is that even about? How about I just show you on Google? Or not Google, YouTube. Okay, guys. We're gonna hear about some sausage party. Well, in the meantime, while he's looking it up, I'll just talk to you guys. Um, guys, I got me a little car. It's a Chrysler 300. I paid five grand for it. And it gets me to A and B and C real nice. It has, a, it, has some, it has some get up to it. I think it's a V8. It has a Hemi in it. And that motherfucker gets up and goes, boy. It gets up and goes. But I wouldn't race it. It looks too nice to race. It's kind of like a luxury. It looks like a Cadillac on the inside. It's a very nice looking car. I wouldn't race it whatsoever. Mostly because you don't want to fucking blow your engine up or get pulled over and the police try to confiscate your car. Or worse, they want to search it. Yeah. I'm black. They always want to search my shit. Very true. I'm white and I've never had my car searched. Hell. I've almost been shot by a cop one time. You want to know the story, guys? Yeah, tell the story. Okay, so, uh, this is back probably five, six, seven years ago. Me and my friends, we were like really, really deep into EDM music and partying, hanging out. So, we went downtown, and there's supposed to be this really uh, unique EDM concert show that was uh, going down. So, before that, me and him... Uh, so we pre-gamed. I took probably like a gram and a half of Molly, drunk half a bottle of tequila, and we went to the bar next door to where the concert was hanging out. So we're sitting there partying, hanging out, getting along, and then we go next door, and we're si we sitting there. I'm so fucked up. I go inside. I sit down. This girl's like, will you take me home? I'm like, yeah, I'll take you home. And then we go, I go take her home. It's me, her, and her boyfriend. I take them home, come back. 
And I come in, and the, and the bouncer's just like, dude, you're kicked out the club. I was like, why the fuck I'm kicked out the club? He's like, you can't come inside, dude. You're way too fucked up. I was like, man, you can't kick me out of the club for no fucking reason, bro. You don't even know what the fuck I'm on. I could be sick or something. He was like, nah, bro, you're fucked up. I was like, fuck you, man. You can't tell me what the fuck to do. So I walked in the club, and he pushed me out. I was like, all right, cool, cool. In the meantime, they had called the cops, so I was just like, all right. So I walked out slowly, and I seen the blue lights ring. I was like, oh, shit, dude, the cops are coming. So I took off, started fucking running, dude. And then I looked behind me. A cop pulled a gun out on me and was just like, freeze. I looked at him, and I just took off running in the Wendy's, dipped on his ass. And then uh, I walk outside, and then four cops are around me and, and vehicles, and they all surround me. And then they shoot me with a fucking taser, bro. And I'm sitting there, like, tased out. And then, like, I grab one of the tasers, pull it out. And then they shot me with, like, three more tasers. And they kept tasing me and tasing me and tasing me. till I felt like uh, I was in the hot, uh, I, like, was, like, dead or something. Like, they told me they tased me so much that they had to take me to the hospital to make sure my heart didn't explode. And then, uh... Those motherfuckers took me to jail. I was in jail for like two weeks. Then my mom, I had to call my mom. She finally answered the phone, bombed me out. And that was the story that I had, but that was a wild story, man. Those cops are crazy, man. I got to tell you so much, they thought I died. I could have pressed charges, I thought, but I was just lucky just to get out of that situation. I was like, fuck it, I ain't trying to cause no trouble. The cops crazy. The police... They don't give a shit what, what's going on. As long as they get paid for their job, they don't care about us. They may care about their family, or they may care about a rich politician that they think they're going to get money out of. But when it comes to a normal person like you or me, or maybe some of the people that are watching this podcast or listening to it, everything happens for a fucking reason. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I don't know, but what I do know is the fact that when you're nice to them, sometimes they're nice to you. Keyword there, sometimes. Oh, you should tell me that story about that racist cop you had to get along with. Oh my God. What was he saying? Okay. Where should I begin? Well, I'm going to begin by lighting a cigarette. What do you think about cops, Josh? I say, uh, I say, I see cops as having the coronavirus 10 feet away. <laughs> and I say 10 feet away. Shit. That's how I keep it. I remember the first time I ever seen a cop was at a grocery store when I was a little kid. And I looked at him as we, like, because we were checking out. They were putting the groceries in the buggy. I looked at him and I hid right underneath the buggy. And they walked up to me and was just like, they were talking to my parents for some reason. And then they looked down and talked to me. And they're like, hey, man, we're the good guys. You don't need to hide from the good guys. I was like, oh, what the fuck? It's crazy. But whenever I was 13 or 14, it was the day you dropped me off at work. Pick, speak up a little bit. It's not, it's not registering. Oh. 
So, it was the day that you dropped me off at work, and I didn't want to wake you up and ask you for a ride home, so I carpooled with one of the guys I work with, and as soon as I got in this car, I had no idea of all the drug use going on. The, well, I haven't really started speaking on the cop yet, but... The people in the car, the dude in the passenger seat up front, he was shooting up. The dude in the back seat beside me was smoking meth. And as it turns out, my boss, this really big black guy, um, <laughs> he just said, fuck y'all. They didn't give us a, a treat or anything like that, like. The last time that I was there, they gave, I don't know how to describe it, they gave out, I'm listening, but I don't even know how the fuck I would describe these people, he would, ugh, fuck did I describe it, well either way, so, the fucking police, when I was doing this goddamn trash pickup for the county that I got arrested in. I didn't even get arrested in my home fucking town. I got arrested in another county, so every time I went to court, I had to go to the court in this fucking podunk-ass town. And then, if it fucking wasn't that, I would have to go do work for... This other guy, where I work, and he fucking, he was just a lazy bastard, a real lazy bastard, they let me sit there and do all the fucking work, and, I don't know, it was really, really, really stupid, and that being said, he just kept giving me shit about my fucking hair. Alright guys. It's a beautiful evening. I hear the birds chirping. The water flowing. It is so good to be able to hear these days. I swear to God, it's the most beautiful scenery you've ever seen. There's trees, luscious, growing throughout. With flowers popping up and everything. So peaceful around the area we're doing this podcast in. So peaceful. So beautiful that I cannot wait until I get off of probation so I can smoke a fucking blunt and walk through the trails and the woods that I made. It's going to be absolutely fucking fun. Yeah. Oh, guys, hold on for a second. Let me smoke this. Let me spark this cigarette up.
So Adam, what'd you do today? Well, I woke up, cleaned up the, uh, cleaned up the house where I was living, but now it's just a house where people store their shit at, but there's still a couch, a chair, like a reclining chair, you know, there's still a bunch of shit in the house that I can't really afford to move anywhere. So I decided that I would just leave the couch there because one, he probably needs somewhere to sleep because I don't know that he has a bed. So there's a, well, there's a mattress for him, a bed, whatever you like to call it. But uh, he, not he, I fucking cannot stand going into the uh going into that house up there and how dirty it looks how nasty it feels but what kind of made me mad was the fact that well Oh shit, how about being tired? I swear it's like all that I am nowadays is tired. No in between. What do you think Beyonce's drug of choice is? <laughs> cocaine. You think it'd be cocaine? I think it's cocaine or she smokes pot. Damn. It's funny as hell. There was a big ass bug that just flew almost into my ear and I swatted that bastard away. Yeah. So, what, do you, what, do you, what have you heard about this Delta 8 bullshit that they've been selling in gas stations and smoke shops? Well, me personally, I love Delta 8. Because every time I buy it, I buy it from a place that hook the hookup. And when I buy it from them, they sometimes hook me up with a deal. Because whenever I was, whenever I was like 13, 14, hotline, we would get out there. Um, yeah, emergency.